What up, army of cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. Pew, pew, pew. We got guests like Corinne Fisher from what? Guys We Fucked. Oh my God. We have Shaq Stanley from Wild and Out. I love him. We have Dan Soder from Geico. Shut the fuck up. So many good people. A lot of juicy shit happened at the beginning of the Hot Mess anthology also. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you both. Another version of me Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother Cause the love that you gave that we made Wasn't able to make it enough for you to be open wide No! Every time you speak her name, does she know how you told me you love me until you die, till you die, but you're still alive, and I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me of the cross I bear that you get to miss you, you, you ought to know. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. And as you ought to know, I in the style of Alanis Morissette. Never felt more alive. Woo! Uh, joining us today is the Alanis Morissette of my heart. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. I, that's my favorite description ever. Yeah, can you even <laughs> handle that compliment? No, it's. I don't want to make it weird, but I just came. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this Alanis uh, Morissette will forever remind me of you. Wow. And I mean, yeah, brassy singer, bold, kind of alty. Like, it's the perfect. Oh, I thought you just meant because... She loves she's Alanis. A she does love Alanis, yeah. But also, you mean like her essence? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I could see it. 100%. Oh, you guys are buttering me up. I will tell you anything now. <laughs> I will say, I think Alanis, at least this era uh-huh. of Alanis, much more angsty than Hemda. Like, Hemda is much more level-headed. Oh, you don't think Hemda's angsty? <laughs> uh... No, I actually wouldn't describe him as angsty. I think she's very like level-headed and zen. But she lets it all hang out. And also, I could see a younger version of you. A younger version of you. <laughs> um, like hardcore related. Like I get it. Yeah. It helps me understand your origin story a little more. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness, goodness. All I need to do is go to India and then... Uh, You'll get, be complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we all need to go to India. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to India, guys. <laughs> um, I just want to see the Taj Mahal. Khemda uh, is a returning guest, and we won't get too far into it, but last time that we recorded a podcast together, we blew up the internet. Destroyed Holy lives. shit. Yeah. 
So hopefully today we have a good time, but maybe don't destroy as many lives as we do. Just some. Fucking knows. I just want to destroy some. Yeah. I have to destroy at least one a week. So I'm hoping to fit my quota. Let's find an older version of me and destroy that life. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Well, there is a person from my past who I did encounter this week. Um, and it was very interesting. I encountered an ex. I don't even know if I would call him an ex because we just slept I mean, together. We, we we adopt the loose version of the meaning of ex. Sure. You yeah, know there's a lot I mean? of people like, that I quote, air quote, dated. I have quote. a lot of exes, but meanwhile, I've never had a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> That's true. Oh, it's 100% true. Like in the same breath, I'll be like, I've never seriously dated someone. And then I'm like, my ex the other day was stalking my Instagram. It's so humiliating to have to call them that even though they would never have you as their wife. No, they, they forgot my name. Yeah. They, they literally don't remember my name. Yeah. Like what? Amelia? What, what's her name? I only have maybe two like real exes, but there's like dudes that nutted in me and lived in my apartment for literally years. And they're like, yeah, it's just casual. Yeah, no, everything's casual. Totally casual. Do you want me to make you dinner and be in love with you? I'm casually crying on a Tuesday on the subway over you. But we're not dating. Son of a bitch. Let's keep it casual and you can totally have 17 other girlfriends and not tell me. Have you ever seen someone casually jump off a building? (laughs) Motherfuckers. So this guy, this guy... I think it's safe to say, and I've dated a rapist, that this is your <laughs> least favorite. That this is the worst. That this did is did we least... not all date a rapist? Yes, of course we yeah. did. There's no way yeah. historically that we couldn't have. I mean, at least like a gray rape. Yeah, at least a date rapist. <laughs> is this what we're doing now? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Name your date rapist. Um, this is... This is my definitely my least favorite. Emily's least favorite yeah. ex. And oh, interesting. Like if oh, okay. I have others that yeah. are <laughs> Wow. I'm I listen, I understand that. Uh-huh. I I I see your perspective. Okay. Uh-huh. But from where I'm standing, um, he's the worst. Can and I, if it was between the rumor and this guy, and like you had to get back together with somebody. No. Mm, wait, let me think about it. No, but like I'm trying to prove a point. Right. You know what I think it's, it's it is? It's like debatable. It's debatable. Yeah. Because I know like the different people you're talking about. I yeah. think it's because this guy was an undercover. Yes. And we don't appreciate that. No. Yeah. And because when they come out, it's fucking mean and, and it's like hidden. Like I'm not being mean. It's like, oh, you don't even recognize yeah. your shitburdenness. Right. Fucked but, up betas. But yes. I'm telling yeah. you, but I'm telling you. And this is not me like patting myself on the back or anything, but like certain people go like blip, 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 on my radar. I saw it right away. Yeah. I hated him. Yeah. <laughs> right the second away. second you saw him. Oh, I You're like, like one I've, of those drug sniffing dogs. I want to bring people around you. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't work with some people do bamboozle me for sure. But mm-hmm. like there's a I think it's a specific flavor of person mm-hmm. that I'm like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. I fucking cannot stand you. This is why we all have to get together because we all have different radar. Yeah. So we have to like throw our radar all together. It's like gaydar, but for women. <laughs> it's like gaydar, but useful. <laughs> it's gradar. <laughs> Seriously. Well, also like, I feel like we should be able to, at this point in time, we should be able to at, talk to at least three exes. Oh, yeah. Like, I would like to please... Uh, use my phone call, sir, and call one of your exes. Or if you hate an ex of yours, if you shit talk an ex of yours, 
that should be a concern. And he did shit talk an ex of his. Oh, that's always a concern. Yeah. And I will also say anybody who's ever done that with me, it's always been like on the first date. Yeah. Like, it's always been like right away. And I'm like, whoa, you couldn't even contain yourself from like bad mouthing your ex to a total stranger. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side of that, the people who like are talking so well about their ex, they know that they're manipulating you into like, you know, I get along with my exes. Like I had an ex where he's like, I'm friends with all my exes Mm -hmm. or with some of them and blah, blah, blah. And it makes you endeared to them. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wait, these bitches are not your friends. They're just trying not to... Rock have, the boat because like, you're crazy. Yeah, they're, well, try, they're trying not to be like constantly in a fight with you. Well, yeah. or there are people that you keep in touch with so that when you're both single, then you can uh, fuck again and not feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. Or people you keep in touch with just so you believe that you weren't a bad boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But and, you were a bitch. Yeah. And that's also true. Like guys are obsessed with like being the nice guy, mm-hmm. even when they, they almost never are. He's a great and, guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. So this guy, well, this guy still says happy birthday on my birthday. Like yeah. I have, I have an ex uh-huh. quote unquote, uh-huh. who <laughs> still, he always t- says happy birthday to me, but then like, you know, if I were to like, now he has a girlfriend and if I were to text him right now, I, hundred percent sure. No response. Yeah. We're not friends. It's about mm. decorum mm-hmm. and image. And keeping that shit on the back burner. Yeah. Let it simmer, baby. 100%. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this ex, there's just, there was something very off about him. And, like, I, I didn't know what, I just thought he was, like, stressed out and kind of nerdy and, you know, shy and, like, having a, Social anxiety exactly. is a big cover-up. Totally. Because it exists for real, <gasps> but it doesn't make you behave well. Especially with these fucking Brooklyn hipster mm. dipshits. Yeah. Beta and bitch. it's like you're making the rest of us look bad. Yeah. You really do have social anxiety and fight through it every right. day, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about this in our new bonus show, by the way. We were talking about beta Brooklyn bitches because we discussed one of them that I slept with. And it's BBB. Like, BBBs, baby. Like BBWs. It puts you... <laughs> It's a porn category. I'm a BBB looking for love. Horrible man in Brooklyn. And it just, you immediately start feeling sorry for them. And you're like, wait, why do I feel sorry for you? And, and I had had enough of these betas already that I knew this was coming. So I actively even called him out. So he would call me and be like freaking out about something and be really like, Upset, and we were not. We truly were just sleeping with one another. And he would like have a hysterical freak out on the phone. And I would eventually, I would be like, over, over, like what, for example, just like a work thing or like a podcasting okay. thing. Yeah, so stress, stress, right? And you know, the first few times I was like, okay, this is really hard. Listen, here's my thoughts on it. Like, I'm in the podcasting world. You're taking on too much work. Like X Y Z. Like real constructive, because you're my friend, and like I'm not gonna not comfort you. But the, it kept coming in the same. And eventually I had like a hysterical phone call and I was like, don't call me. Do, do not call me for this. I was like, I, I don't want to be a bitch, but like I'm not your girlfriend. And we've like we've negotiated the terms of this relationship. And I have told you what I think that you should do. And you're not taking my advice. So it's really hard for me to like feel this like this is not really this is very relationship level shit that you're asking of me. Yeah. But also, if you were in a relationship with this, you would not even want. That. It's too much. Yeah. It's a few months at work in the fucking phase. What are you talking about? Cry. And he used to get really mean at me. Like I would I would 
I love talking shit about other comedians. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's the best. Uh, when you're with a comic. and Oh, I, I can agree. Because yeah, so, it could roll off. It's exactly. Like, okay, this isn't exactly how I feel, but it's like, ah, this motherfucker. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. fun. Yeah. And like, I don't mean anything by it. Someone was like, do you have drama? I'm like, I don't have drama, but I have opinions. And if you're close to me, you're going to fucking hear them. Mm-hmm. And he would be like, you're so mean. And I'd be like, am I? Am I so Mean. Yeah, because you think none of these things. Yeah, I'm, you fucking liar. Uh, I'm the meanest. Okay, maybe I'm. Yeah, a you're walking. <laughs> no, no, no. But you really think he's walking around like, oh, this person's great and this person's great too, and I like them equally, and we're all in this yeah, together. Yeah, like, no. Yeah, no. He has opinions about people, and he just doesn't say them. He probably has even more opinions because he feels, you know. Yeah, he's a petty, mm, weird, jealous, emasculated freak show. Yeah. So we had him on Hot Mess. We never released it because he was so mean. He was so mean. He was mean to you. He was mean to me. It was. I think I said to him at one point while we were recording, I was like, you are extremely hostile right now. Like, what's going on exactly? And then he did the whole gaslighty thing of like, oh, I am? Like, what? Well, I'm not the mean one. Like, Andrea's the mean one. He was calling her mean after she had connected him with people like just in the short time that they were hooking up I I knew that she had connected him with people because he's in the podcasting world she had done like several nice things in addition to being a sounding board apparently for all of his shitty emotions yeah all the fucking time and yet you're so mean to him yeah this is the thing when these BBBs get threatened (laughs) by my alphaness the narrative is always that I'm like a bully. And I'm like, why do none of my exes or close friends think I'm a bully? Why is it always you, this type of person that is like, oh, you're assertive and you don't take bullshit. You're a bully. You're bullying me. You're bullying me with the truth. Yeah. Like, I know if I'm going to come to you and say something about my life, I better be ready for some truth. Yeah. And that makes me feel better. Yeah. You know, because whatever you're saying to other people, you're saying to my face. And if I and if you're not, I don't need to hear it. It's just some bullshit. Yeah. But you're going to take everything to that extreme. Like like he's telling you about his life. And then it's almost as if you've created that trauma. Yeah. Excuse me. I know. It's like, how did you get how did you get along in life without me beforehand? (laughs) You know what I mean? How did you get up and go to work every day without someone to fucking cry to all the time? Anyways. (laughs) He just, he fucked a lot of my shit up. I really tried to help him. And eventually he became, he became so, when we had a recording and he was like spitting vitriol at at you and me, we had a long conversation. He became so unstable that I was like truly kind of freaked out by him. I was like, this guy is going to have a freak out. Yeah, it it reeked of instability. Yeah, it was like scary. And then what followed that was that, I mean, if there were any doubts that there was instability, that it this confirmed it. And also somebody requested that we start nicknaming people that we're talking about mm. so that we can like shorthand it because they get oh it overlaps and it gets confusing. The, I think this should be balloon boy. Mm-hmm. So oh, <laughs> I forgot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you don't want if you don't believe this person was oh. unstable, buckle in for this shit. So after he fucking is rude to Emily on this podcast to the point that we can't release it, we're like, this makes you look bad. Which I know at the time, uh, it was a very stressful time. We were banking episodes. We needed the episode. We recorded this after 10 o'clock at night. Uh We, we, okay. (laughs) 
We asked him to come. We asked him if it would be okay for him to come in at 10. He had to be up early. I think he had a day job. He had some situation, like he had to be up early, but he said it was okay. If you say it's okay, yeah. then that's then you can't then be sassy about it. Unless I should check with your mommy. Yeah, which right. is me. Yeah. And then we did go over a little bit. Like we had a recording right before. So maybe it no, was. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We had something before. Maybe it was 1030. Like maybe we had to push it back a half an hour or something. I don't even know if that's true. And also he was sleeping in my room. He was a lot. He was sleeping over too. So it was like, you can, Oh yeah, you made it so easy for him and you're going to sleep. So you don't, you don't have to, you know, go home in the middle of the night. Yeah. So any amount of time, including a half an hour should not set you off. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if we did have to push it back, it was not more than a half an hour. He sits down and he's like, I'm so tired guys. I'm so tired. And we're like, do you, can you not do this? Do you want to reschedule? He's like, no, I'll do it. Like it's like he's doing us a favor. He was so angry for something though. that we already asked him to to, to do, and th- he's putting us in a position of being like, okay, t- should we do it? Should we not do it? The more we debate doing it, is less t- the later it's getting. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was so infuriating, and then it wasn't even usable because he was such a dick the whole time. Yeah, and so I, I again, I have had my fair share of experience with these beta bitches. And I was just like, that was fucked up. You made my best friend like very upset. Like that was really bizarre on a professional level. Like you want to be on the show. This is a good show. You you work in podcasting. Like I don't understand what that was. He had a full on fucking meltdown. Meltdown number 10 fucking thousand. <laughs> crying. I just respect you and I'm intimidated. But what in the world would make you think I want to be listening to this garbage right now? It's now when you say crying, crying scale of one to five, like a four. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, right. and and now not I'm, like a single tear, not like eyes welling up. I like want to kick you out of my apartment right now, but I know it would be fucked up because it's the middle of the night. But that's how much I don't want to look at you because you're so fucking annoying, and so. <laughs> So he's crying. I, I just, I'm self-conscious, so that's why. And I'm over. Which is fine, except you were just mean as a response. Exactly. Like it's totally fine to be intimidated by things and to cry and to whatever. But you, nothing happens. Yes. That's the point. That, yeah. Like, like, that's why you sound like a monster, because it's like, he's crying and whatever. But he's playing that role. Exactly. No, no, no. We're not saying it's not okay for men to cry, but it's, I don't think it's okay for people to cry after they just fuck somebody else's shit up. Yeah. And now you're crying. And and we're now I'm supposed to babysit you. To, like actively mean to me. So it's like you were mean to me and my friend. And now I'm like, why were you so mean? And now you're crying. And now I have to be like, okay. Like it was, it was. This- and you weren't like you, you were a fucking asshole. You were no. like, this is what just happened. What, what's going on? Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi, <laughs> we fuck. And um, I'm going to be honest. I'm considering not. Yeah. Fucking. My vagina is turning inside out right now. <laughs> and how fucking whack that was. It was just like, it was just, it was the final of the freakouts. There had been so many freakouts. Like, uh, I don't understand why women are accused of being emotional when I Ugh. tried to stay level headed this whole time. There's so many freakouts. So then the next time I see him, he has a job that I helped get him, that I helped get him for a very reputable podcast, Keith and the Girl. Um, <laughs> um, and he's working sound. He's freaking out as usual. We get to the venue. He's already freaking out about some shit. Why are you freaking out? And he 
text me before I go there. So this is my job. You know, I have, I'm now connecting you with people that I work for and I respect. Keep it together. You've already made my co-host uncomfortable. These are the people who I, who are my mentors and I'm allowing you into their world. And it's a big deal in the podcasting world to be connected to these people. He's freaking out. And then he's like, I, I'm going to bring you two dozen balloons. And I was like, I almost just threw up in my mouth. And this is like a year later. Yeah. Or yeah. two. I don't know. It's shocking. It's shocking. Like I, what, what in Andrea's eyes says balloons? <laughs> What does that say? I, what? Wh- who? Where who, do I put it? Who has lived in New York City for longer <laughs> than five minutes who thinks it's an appropriate house gift to give anybody it two dozen balloons? It wasn't even the house. He was going to come to this venue. So this is. So now you have to commute with two dozen I balloons. I have to be at my job in what front am of my I, bosses. Do I drive a clown car? At my job in front of my bosses. Oh, thank you for these fucking balloons. I'm an, I'm 29. <laughs> I'm 29. Where do they even sell balloons? This feels like I don't even know where to get balloons. This feels like an assault somehow. You know what I mean? No, this is fucked up. But like two dozen of them, like 24 balloons. But you're not even trying to be funny. No. And I'm looking for the joke. Yeah. 24 balloons. He was like, I love doing it to people because they're so overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is overwhelming because we're in a very busy city and I'm at work right now and you're going to come with two dozen balloons, you psycho, you fucking weird. That's like John Wayne Gacy shit. Anytime someone's like weirdly cheerful, it's like, what the fuck bodies are hidden under your floorboards that you're two dozen ballooning an adult woman? I want I want to Google two dozen balloons in someone's head. It's impossible. Two dozen How balloons? much did it cost? Give me that money in Starbucks gift cards. Yes. I mean, I will suck you off. Yes. Literally the only way that you can travel is to be airlifted by those balloons. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it was he doing that? Because that's cool. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Right. Yeah, if it was attached that. to a basket and he I was crying, and I was actually an inch tall, half threatening me and then p- saying he was so sorry and then he was going to bring two dozen balloons and flowers. And I was like, listen, I was like, listen, don't you dare bring any of those to the venue. I will take the balloons. I will walk outside and I will release them into the sky. And that will be the it. You know what I mean? Like, it, this is not you're not doing this right now. I, we're producing a show. This again, and also boyfriend behavior. Not that I would ever want a boyfriend to give me two to anyone. Uh, yeah. Here, I'm sending this out into the world. Never give me two dozen balloons. I don't, or anybody. I don't want this. Anybody over the age of six. Gentlemen, women don't want balloons. We don't want balloons. You know what else we don't want? We don't want those carnations that they sell at bodegas. Yeah. Well, he was like, I'm going to get you. So I, I picked up some and, flowers. Yeah. And I was you like, know yeah. that th- those were the types of flowers. Oh, they're going to be the shittiest. Yeah. He's not getting you like a cool potted orchid or no, something. No, no, no. You're getting me corny Ooh, kid shit. A cool potted orchid. It'd nice. be great. Oh, yes. yeah. That would at least have some like personality. A terrarium something. But no, you are going to get me the corny, shitty, weird thing because you're a corny, shitty, weird psycho. And that's just how it was. And so well, let's give the mean girl balloons. Uh-huh. I know. I don't know why. Yeah. Where? I, what, what is, it's incongruent with your own fucking bullshit that's happening in your head. Right. Let's give the monster yeah. the shiny, fun, colorful thing. Would you like some tobaccos with that? Oh, my God. I know. It's like he wanted me to rip his head off. I think he like jerked off to how mean oh. I was. Like, yeah, you fucking bitch. Oh, that no. would at least be hot in some way. Yeah, I know. Well, no, but it is a little it's it is a little passive aggressive because I mean, if he even said like. 
oh, this is something cute that I like to do because it overwhelms people. It's like you, after being shitty, you are apologizing by being a touch more shitty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're trying to infantilize. 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 Try to tell me to baby. I love balloons. I fuck you and I love balloons. Ugh. So fucking weird. And so, and then. Well, but he did, so he, he was going to do that, but then he, it you was, told him not to. It was to. vetoed. I was like, I'll, I'll cut your dick off, put it in the balloon and then release <laughs> it into the sky so you can never use it again or something of that. That might've thrilled him. Something. <laughs> Probably. Like, oh, finally. Yes. A break. Yes. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just need sweet relief. So, so Take I. my balls too. Oh God. Yeah. You'd love that. So, so I said, don't bring these fucking balloons to my job. In front of my bosses and friends, you psycho. Um, Can you imagine? You walk in. I, for, I would look at you so funny, but Keith? Yeah. Everyone <laughs> would be laughing in my face. Oh, this guy you fucked brought you toys? <laughs> Andrea? And now you have to fucking explain this with a straight face? I have a reputation, sir. These are my people. I mean, you would have no choice but to become one of those cam girls that sit on balloons. <laughs> Any, like, just to make it badass. I <laughs> literally the only thing he could do so weird it was so weird it would have been weirder if he showed up if he cut his own finger off and put it in a box and gave it to me that's the level turned his the- fingertips into jacks yeah or something <laughs> it's so crazy so then i'm like don't do this then i get to the venue he's in the sound booth and i'm like hey and i'm trying to joke i'm like hey haha good thing there's no balloons here i'm trying to joke around because it was extremely weird and i'm just trying to make this okay i'm just trying to make it okay he starts crying in the... I'm like, wow, how could you be crying again? How is it that you're crying again? If I cry, if I... This is... The world is... There's such a double standard. If I was in a relationship, mm-hmm. if a casual sex relationship with a man, and I cried more than five times during a two-week period, and I threatened to bring two dozen balloons to your place of work, there would be... You would be calling me a crazy bitch all over the place. But I have to be like... Hey, sorry, I didn't mean to trigger you by calling out the insane thing that you did. I'm sorry well, I you're mean, crying. Do you want a glass of water as you're crying in a job that I got you in front of my bosses who I respect? Where is the line? Okay, but to be fair, you you didn't have to do that. <laughs> like to be yeah. to be completely fair, like I don't know, because I, weren't I'm you here- producing that year? Yeah. So so She's now dealing with the people we work with. I have to baby a lot of people. No, I no, no. I understand that, but 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 viewing it from like a male female relationship perspective, like I I've I would have been calling this guy a crazy bitch too. It's just that is not normal behavior for anybody. Sure, you know what I mean. It's so it's insane that you would expect somebody that you are not even like intimately involved with like you guys were just fucking yeah for him to make you responsible for his emotions that is so not a normal thing for anybody to do which is why like the whole time i was like this guy's not i don't think it's okay even if he was your boyfriend yeah none of that is okay no you're right you're right but especially but even with intimacy like you're you're stepping on my intimacy. Yeah. You're calling this intimacy because there's emotions, but just because there's emotions, it doesn't mean they're intimate ones or true ones. Yeah. You know, you're just naming feelings. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's happening. So yeah. even if you were my boyfriend, I'd be like, you're not listening or honed in or even like, 
you don't even know what you're talking about. My anymore. eyes are rolling to the back of my yeah. head after the sixth hissy fit of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So then how did you end it? So you ended it like shortly after that. Yeah. He's crying. We're taking an Uber back after like this whole incident. And you're like, break up with him. You have to break up with him. You're like, do it right now. You were so, because it was like this. Person- we were in an Uber pool talking in front of other people about how, how like the crazy shit this guy's done. And at one point, you know, like nobody ever wants to talk to you in an Uber pool. At one point they were just like, okay, I got to say something. This guy sounds fucking nuts. Yeah. They were like, they were like kind of like, like Italian dudes. And like, Super mask. Fucking balloons. Are you kidding me? And I was like, I know. Fucking balloons. It's crazy. (laughs) Lock them up and throw away the keys. Um, So, so, okay. So we break up and and even like I go to LA, I come back. He's there. He's at a friend's uh, show at a club and, and I texted him on my way back like, Hey, uh, you know, I, I don't think that we should like be together and blah, blah, blah. I, I happened to have met someone in LA, which was great. Cause I was like, Oh, I met someone else. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be like, I don't want to fuck you ever again. Cause you're insane. Um, but he was like, yeah, actually I was meaning to talk to you. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, totally. were, were you meaning? <laughs> oh my goodness. To, can you be chill for like one minute of your whole fucking life? No, you're going to be a petty weirdo. Wow. I actually thought I needed a break from you. His, all of his behavior is so, it's so fifth grade level. Yeah. It's like at most, it yeah. is so pathetic that you think that we can't see past that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have just been like, yeah, totally. Let's, I hope we can be friends. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, okay. You could have been like, damn, I messed that up. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry for any weird shit. I hope we can be friends. Exactly. But yeah. I'm going to stay the fuck out of your way until you say it's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But no, instead that you have would to be, be like. Human response, but we're dealing with a balloon giver. So we can't. I, we can't expect any type of normal stuff. Oh, well, since you said that, um, I was actually going to say the same thing, but um, <laughs> yeah. I got busy and so I didn't say anything. But like, I'm happy that you did because like I was Cause I'm on that. the same, absolutely the same page. And you're actually kind of a bitch. So I'm glad to be. You kind of actually gross me out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Like, sorry if that was mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. totally like that. So anyway, so so it was weird. It was weird between us for a long time. I would see him in public sporadically. He also works with a lot of people that I work with and and people that I really like. And so it's tough because I'm like, fuck, this guy's such a whack job. And he's endeared to some. Everyone's like, oh, this fucking wacky, like, he's a sad. And they didn't see the horror that I saw from this guy. So I finally, I ran into him and I would kind of ignore him at social events or be like, hey, and then walk away. Recently, I ran into him at a bar, like birthday party. And he's kind of like looking at me from across the room and he finally comes over and he says hi and I'm like hey how are you like it had been a while and I'd kind of like the balloons had faded from my memory and he goes like hey listen you know I really want to say that I'm sorry about the way that I acted when we dated and like I was really like crazed like I was having a hard time in life then and like I'm really embarrassed and you know and I was like oh that's great yeah Yeah. I was like oh yeah yeah Look I'm, how easy forgiveness happens. Yeah, like, well, because done. Because if you are self aware that that yeah. was bad, then like grit, then we're fine. Mm-hmm. Because you're dangerous if you're not self. That means that you this crazy is like what you think is acceptable. But if you know that that behavior was unacceptable, then 
Great. Then great. Yeah. And that's hard to say. Like that's, it's hard to go back, especially like that far after the fact. I mean, this was like over a year ago. Yeah. It's hard to go back and be like, oh yeah. The thing that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, Yeah. totally. To like drudge it up to. to, I'm so embarrassed by this behavior, which if I had, I've been embarrassed by my own behavior and like it takes, it takes a lot to admit that you're like completely at fault and like really made a fool of yourself. And I was like, yeah. And then we caught up and. Nice. So it was good. And he's all. So this guy was like out of a when I met him, he was out of a relationship that was kind of like, you know, not the best. And uh, and he hadn't had a lot of like sex. Really, it didn't seem so now he's in this explorative phase where he's on these threesome apps. Okay. So he's telling me about oh, these. He, now he can handle two people. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my cool. God. Cool. Oh, four dozen balloons. Four dozen yeah. balloons, baby. That's that's his profile <laughs> bio. Oh, it's just the balloon emoji yeah. two dozen B- times. Four dozen. Four dozen. Times. Sorry. So so he's like talking to me about all these like you know fuck apps he's going on, and I'm like, hey, great. I'm like, maybe this is what you needed. Maybe you were right. so repressed for a while and you're out there just fucking it out and you're going to be chill and you're not going to be going to balloon stores for any reason whatsoever. Um, and maybe he, he misunderstood balloons for condoms. <laughs> now he gets it. Everything's a learning experience. And I'm like, I'm glad you're on the other side. I will say that he was like, he was like, oh, I'm getting into this like sex party thing. I'm like, of course oh. he is. Yeah. I, like, I just, okay. I, and I've said this before. And uh, I'm going to say it again, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it might be polarizing. Yeah. The majority of people who are in the sex party community, and yeah. I'm not saying anyone who's ever been to a sex party. I'm not saying like anybody who um, is into, you know, kinky stuff or yeah. public stuff or whatever. Okay. But the people who are on the mailing list and who attend the parties, you know, every weekend and it's like their social circle, they are often some of of the least interesting people I've ever met Mm -hmm. because Mm. that's the only thing they have. Yeah. Yeah. It's their whole personality. I think it's like anything where you have a wacky hobby and it's your whole life. Sometimes it's because you don't. Yeah, but I think it's anything. I mean, think about it. Like Dungeons and Dragons is the same thing. Sure. It's actually a really fun game. It like uses your mind. It's very social. It's mm-hmm. very fun. But if that's all you're doing and you don't step out. So also comedy, comedians right. who, yeah. yeah. You know, comedians you at parties. You oh, stay Jesus. in there because it's your social life and it's your everything and you forget that this outside exists. You now like put yourself in a... In, in I don't know in like that's, this that's jail. true that's true uh, but I still think there's an there's there's, there's another another level. another level to your thing being fucking mm. like your thing well, is something that literally anyone can do well it's because that you would think that someone who was so open about sexuality would be a really interesting person mm. you know yeah, there's also you're that. expecting like oh you must have like very progressive worldviews and like interesting life experience to to just be totally comfortable true in this situation but most people are asshole idiot chipbirds yeah so most of this community will be asshole exactly idiot yes yeah. but they're wearing a feather hat and telling you about their one of their other partners who is 10 years younger than them usually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway so he's getting in this world and i'm like okay good for you and then he also he's like yeah i'm going to this party and he like name drops another comedian he's going with and i'm like 
He's like, actually, she's my date. And I'm like, oh, is she your date? When you told me who it was, I wanted to text her and be like, no. I know, right? I like her so much. I can't say, but. Can uh, you write it down? No, I'll tell you afterwards. But so, so, and I'm like, are you trying to flex on me that like, that, that, um, that you're going with this comedian. You know what I mean? Like, are you weirdly trying to brag? I was like, I don't know why you're telling me all this sex party stuff. Maybe because you're just sharing, but it is interesting. Or maybe Emily's right. That's all they end up talking about. Right. Yeah. Who knows? But I'm like, all right, cool. This chick's your date. Like, great. That's all great. I'm happy. It's like, why does he need to tell you that? It's just, it's. Like, it was odd. It was it's interesting. Odd. It was odd, but it, it whatever. It could have not been odd. So yeah. I could see. Yeah. It could just be like. Based this off of the to track record, doing. we're going to go ahead and mm-hmm. err on the side of usually odd, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Like, it could, I could see many situations in which it wouldn't be, but it's because it's him. Yeah. Like, I, automatically think it's oh weird. blah 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 is actually my date yeah i just okay. like i can't imagine him saying it in a way that's cool i can't imagine him doing anything in a way that's cool no you, i'm sorry guys i hate him um <laughs> so so he's telling me about the sex party and these apps and all this stuff and i'm like hey great i'm so glad that you're like out there doing what you want to do and you seem a lot mentally healthier like we're chill despite the last 30 minutes of us being like this psycho <laughs> i was like all right you know, the, I can, can kind of see this person that I thought you were or that I liked in the beginning of us being together. And I'm like, oh, that person seems to be kind of showing up more now and you have less stress in your life. You know, I've been I've been like insanely tired for long periods of time or overworked. And it really does make you like real crazy in a way that you don't understand until you step out of it. You know, so I'm like, I'm just going to chalk it up to that being what that was like. I, I caught you in a bad time period and no ill will, but also I will never fuck you again. Fair. Now, the next day, <laughs> I receive a text message. He's also telling me about all the nudes he takes in his room during this conversation. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, for who for who is that information? Okay. He's like, I got really good angles okay. now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Great. Nobody wants to hear about your nudes if you're not a woman. I would, but I, I would not casually talk to you about my nudes like half an hour into we just made up and I'm right. casually telling you catching you up on my life yeah that's what's happening in your life that you can catch up in a half an hour mm-hmm. the, okay. well this is what I'm saying all of his moves are elementary school level because mm. he is basically saying like just so you know I'm fucking yeah you know he might as well just say that I have sex with other people, including people you know. I made love to a woman uh, tonight. No. I'm going to make love to a woman tonight. Oh. That's a Tom Green reference. For- so, so, so I wake up 10 a.m. <laughs> this is the first text message I received from him from in a year. I have a question for you. Do you think I By should... By the way, you don't get questions yet, but okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. 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 Okay. We're Now we're doing Q&As. <laughs> Via text. Yeah. I just I just was okay with being in the same room with right. you. But now I'm your consultant. <laughs> your consultant. <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you think I should add a slightly more risque thirst trap on the end of my field profile? Field is the three-way app. Formerly Thrinder. Um ah. yeah. Maybe I have with the insides. I have a few. <laughs> they had to change it for copyright purposes. I have a few. <laughs> She can't help herself. I know. I have a few. I am very excited to get out there. 
Ha 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 ha. Oh my God. If you were a dude, he would get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. Punch you in the face. Oh, you're being subtle. Here's my subtle punch in the yes. face. Are you kidding me? We, we had one, we had one day. We had one nice day together. Hardly. One half a nice day together. <laughs> and you're. Wait, so is, so his message is, is this too risque? I have a few nudes that I want to get out there. I have a question for you. Do you think I should add a slightly more risque thirst trap to the end of my field oh, profile? Okay. I have a few. I am very excited to get out there. Why would you ha, have ha, an opinion ha. on that? And why would it be ha ha ha? Ha 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 I took pictures of my penis and I want you to know about it. Ha 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 ha. Well, since it's so funny, did you respond LOL and end it? I said, uh-huh. <laughs> wait, did he, so did he, when he said a slightly more risque photo, did he send you the photos that no. he already has? He's dying to send me the oh, photos. Oh, dying. Yeah, okay. So now he wants you to ask like, yeah. I don't know. I need to see. Of these course. Photos. Of course he fucking does. Oh, oh I need your opinion. Oh, Can honey. I put photos in my fuck profile? They're so good. Would you make me want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell me you want to send. Don't fuck dance just around it. Just send it. I don't mean don't. Don't just don't send do, it. Don't do any of this. No, but I'm saying if you really, if you think the vibe is so strong. There is no vibe. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. But in his mind, there is. I, could, I have a question for mm-hmm. you. Oh, I'm like the fucking nudes consultant all of a sudden. <laughs> no. I know what my new friend, my newfound friend, Andrea so I go, LOL, I'm no expert, but it's a fucking app. So I'd say everything goes. There you go. That's a, like the nicest thing you could have said. Yeah. 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 I'm, but I'm very like, political. Uh, haha. Thank you. Tasteful nudes coming up on the app. That is shut up. Uh, shut up. Uh, shut the fuck up. Either. T- Fuck off. Oh my God. You pussy bitch. I am getting so embarrassed just yeah. listening to this. Such secondhand embarrassment. That's Pinebo. What? Why? Why? What's Pinebo? Pinebo is a slang term that uh, a friend of mine made up that is, it, it describes the emotion when something is so cringeworthy that you can't even like look address it. it. You can't yeah. even look at it. Okay. You can't, Just you don't even gain any away personal me. like satisfaction from experiencing it secondhand. I love it. It's, it's painful. It's, it's just Pinebo. Oh, I have a question. Yeah, it was so Ugh. funny. I came in to work. I work with Hemda and, uh, and, uh, a man named Keith, um, <laughs> We let uh, some men in. We do. There's one. And I was like, he's trying to fuck me. Right. I like look at Keith and Keith's just like, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Just say it. Don't ask me for my opinion on whether or not you can put nudes on a fuck app. Of course you can. What are you really trying to get at here? You have no one else in your life that you could ask that. He's not asking it. He's going, I have nudes I want to send you. And it's 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 in this weird little Please be my mentor, mommy. Can I Ew. send these nudes? Wow. Nudes coming up. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Mother, may I? Oh, God. Uh, and uh, I mean, coming in both senses. Oh. Hey, yo. <laughs> LOL, 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 LOL. I'm going to release balloons in your vagina. You are a 10-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. Yeah, I know. So, you Ugh. know. If you ever wondered what it's like to sex with a 10-year-old, which nobody did. Oh. Nobody did. Yeah. So, you know, you're, uh, you, you had a moment of redemption and now you're back on has he tried to contact you since then no 
Because I think it was he was trying to like shoot a shot yeah, somehow, which you very briskly. <laughs> that, I, I said, closed the door on. I said, "Yeah, put your naked pictures up on the fuck app." Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Consulting, may I? <gasps> you, you know, I know that you're the the app sommelier, and that you know <laughs> how would I pair this nude with this app? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Say what you want. You know what I mean? <sighs> yeah. It's rough out there for a pimp. It is. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, speaking of love and romance. (laughs) And it being hard out here for a pimp. What a segue. Ladies and gentlemen, and and anything in between and above and beyond. We're the segue queens over here. I don't know if you knew that. Mm -hmm. We, uh, so last time, were you still, were you still married last time that you were, I mean, you're still officially married, but you were in your relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was like two years ago. Really? Right. Okay. So last time Hamda was on, she was married. And since then, that shit has been blown the fuck up. It's on fire and in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you've had, I have been thinking, you've had a fucked up few years, Hamda. Anytime Andrea describes my life as of lately, it's like, <laughs> let me tell you what's fucked up with your life. Like, I come in happy and she's like, Wow. This happy. Let me name the shit that's wrong with She's you. She's like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you killed yourself. Yeah. This I, is so fucking rough. Every time I come into the studio, she's like, still alive, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Me and Keith are just morphing into the same person. <laughs> Your life really is a dominoes game yeah. of just uh, perpetual fucked up And well, you're okay with that somehow. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, I have, I, it's, we had a similar so Bianca Brady had a, a few years past guest of the show oh yeah had a few years of fucked up crazy like one thing after another her apartment burned down she had a breakup with a horrible guy wow I wish there was like an expression for that like when it rains it, it rains down. a lot uh-huh, something like, like it, that it like really comes down when there's I think it's life is what happening when you're drinking tea <laughs> <laughs> when there's balloons there's two dozen <laughs> Something like that. If you have two dozen, you might as well make it six. God. Um, so what? So walk us through, if you may. Oh boy. So okay. Where where are we starting the time? Where are we starting? Well, so okay. So last time we saw you, had were you already? So your husband was cheating on you. There was a lot of infidelities mm-hmm. and sort of like you know apps and all different types of things. Where when did it start? Like what was the first time that you were like? Suspicious. This is shady, like first um, call out, so to speak. I think it it had it's almost it's two and a half years since the the surgery to take out the tumor, mm-hmm. and I I count that as like the time that it started because I I got diagnosed in the summer and mm-hmm. then the the uh, open heart was in October. Okay, so in October we started spending a lot of time with each other because I was in the hospital for a week and then I was off and we got a lot of help from the community. And so he was able to stay with me and, mm-hmm. and you know, I needed a lot of caretaker at home yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but then on the, like, and I was out for two months while Keith and the girl had, you know, rotating co-hosts. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, during that second month, there was like a shift mm-hmm. and I was like, what's happening? Like there's a vibe change. There's, um, it's not feeling good. And then I thought, you know, maybe we're cooped up, you know. Was, um, was it Was it like, when you say a vibe change, do you mean like you felt like the communication was off or like... Did he was distracted? Was, was there actually a thought like, oh, it seems like he's 
keeping things from me or was it more just it like it seemed like he was frustrated and like mm-hmm. um I don't know if I would say at the time caged up but like it seemed like there was something there that you know I was like well maybe we need to spend less time with each other we both need to go back to work it mm-hmm. seemed like you know that vibe where it's like I love you but like we yeah. should you're annoying the shit do out other me. things yeah. you know even if you're not annoying me we should have you know other things to like come back and talk about. So right. that's what I, you know, chalked it up to. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't, I recently said all the stuff on Keith and the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I forgot was he did get drunk and he's not um, supposed yeah. to. I remember that. And um, he was so mean. Because he he's drunk. in recovery. Yeah. But it's like this weird, you know. It's, it's he when got he, drunk and yelled at you and a friend, right? Me and two friends, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're his friends too, so I wasn't like protective of it. I was just like, this is what you're like when you're drunk. And he is mean. He'll say like, the worst. And so- Which is weird because he is hyper, what's, he's hyper positive or was hyper positive. Like, what, I remember you telling me about this and me being like shocked because- it's so shocking. The first few years of your relationship, it was almost, he was so hyper positive that we're like, is this a bit? Like, are you mm-hmm. lying with how? Well, it's funny that you should say that when I first, first, first met him and he said, hello, I'm like, you fake bitch. Yeah. And, um, but you know, I was in theater with him. Yeah. And so I expected fake bitches. You sure. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. We're just trying to be like, we have to be thrown in together for like three months. So I thought he was just kind of, you know, being that like yeah. I'm gonna be, you know, and then and then it, it's sort of like when I started talking to him, I saw the down to earthness of it. Okay, but also there was this narrative though that was like this Hennessy. I don't know if we're allowed to. Well, here we are. Uh, oh yeah, Hennessy, uh, you're so careful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We can we can bleep the name. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, that's what we need. Uh-huh. It's fine. He like within the Keith and the girl world when he was introduced as the person that you were dating because he was a friend for a while and then eventually uh, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't a friend in your private life but he was like hem, this person that to spend a lot of time with it was like they were so he was so friendly that everyone was like I don't believe is this fake like why are you so nice and then it was like oh he actually is like mm-hmm. this is who he yeah. is in earnest and it can be hard to believe that somebody's truly that nice yeah I, spe- I mean definitely for me like if somebody is is so nice and so positive towards everybody I I think that's just your natural inclination inclination to protect yourself because I didn't think I didn't think he was any nicer than me once mm-hmm. I started talking that's true. to him you yeah, know what yeah. I mean it was mm-hmm. just like why not put a nice but I but there. I yeah but I think you are genuinely that and you're I like I think that some people can put on a front that they're very overly accepting of other people but they have like some anger inside that yeah sure and I saw some of that yeah. Um, I saw that he punched a wall, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and we actually, I don't know if I ever brought this up, but, um, in the beginning of our relationship, we broke up for a week. Really? Yeah. Because he got drunk and mm-hmm. I was like, you really are fucked up when you're drunk. And that really, like, it was scary and mm-hmm. weird and like uncontrollable and you what weren't What kind of there. stuff was he saying? Um, just, uh. Just anger mm-hmm. that he did punch something, he punched through something. Wow, through a wall? Yeah, but it's New York. Sure. <laughs> but he was drinking when you first got together? No, he wasn't a big drinker, you know. But he, like, he, like casually, yeah. maybe? Yeah. And then when did he want to get sober? When, what, like, when did that Well, that, that was, you know, I was like, I don't know if you know this, but you're just not a good drinker. Whether you have a problem or not, you yeah. should probably not drink. Like, 
you don't have to want it all the time. You just have to be a bad drunk. To yeah. Like, well, do you really want to put that there? Do you want to damage property and like scare your yeah. girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. It's he he like came at me, not came at me, but like put his hand on me physically. And I was like, no, that's this is not a good time for this. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? And I'm like, get your fucking hands off me. Whatever our safe word is, I'm saying it right the fuck now. And I just I moved away from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know what just happened. I'm like, where are you? Yeah. You know, and I just, I didn't know that much about alcoholism at mm-hmm. the time. So, you know, you notice like there are people who get like aggressive and whatever. And then it's mm-hmm. just, oh, you're bad on alcohol. So oh, I used you, to get aggressive. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't mm-hmm. have alcohol, then you're fine. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm I'm just not comfortable. I, I ended up staying the night because I was afraid he would like throw up and like kill himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By accident. Mm-hmm. Because he was so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then I just left. I was like, I only stayed here so that you don't die. Yeah. I need a break from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he took a, and then was he, he seemed to then not drink for a long time, right? Or did it yeah, come in and out? Yeah, but then every once in a while, he'd, he'd have like a beer or two. And I'm like, you're still fucked up. Yeah. Beer or two or not. You Apparently you don't need to get trashed or you get trashed on one or two beers. And mm-hmm. then, you know, then well, it was and also like, if he's not drinking most of the time, then two beers would fuck you up. Maybe then it was like, Oh, he went to the doctor. It's a low sugar thing. So it's he like, was blah, blah, always, blah. may I interrupt? There was always some fucking condition yeah. that he had. That was an excuse for not being able to function like a regular person. And by the end of your relation, he, there was a shift with him. Um, like, I loved him as your partner for a long time. And then there was a shift. And I think it kind of coincided a little bit with like when you started to notice things were different. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you're much more in tune with him, but I'm like, who is this fucking person? Yeah. Like, why can't I ever get you to meet me somewhere? Yes. Yeah. Respond to me. Yes. Like the cracks started to show in a way. I remember w- one thing for me was, and I exact same, like I thought, I always thought you're a really good match and everything. Um, and then there were some cracks that started to show that I, I saw like a side of him that was kind of ugly, particularly he had a problem with somebody that Mm -hmm. we're friends with and it would come out when this person was not around. He would kind of like trash talk this person Mm -hmm. who clearly really liked him and would maybe imitate him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, because, they wanted to be like him, I mm-hmm. guess, or maybe looked up to him. I know who you're him. talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I it, don't want to... It, it's not that deep. It's like, even if they did do that, it was like a light version. It mm-hmm. wasn't Oh, like, yeah, no, it, it yeah. wasn't anywhere close to what no. he imagined it was, but it really made me like not... I, I just didn't think it was cool because yeah. it, it was so aggressive towards this person who had been really nothing but so nice to him. Yeah. And to me also. Yeah, it yeah. was like this... There was this like... It was like now that I feel like I'm comfortable and, and in, in, in established in this social group, I'm going to start doing fucked up things, but, but with years. a smile. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is what I need to understand. And, and I couldn't right away mm-hmm. is that all that like seven years we're talking about before that. Right. Yeah. So seven years of this person who matches well with me, who really is genuinely there in the most intimate ways, like, you know, changing my band-aids, like both physically and emotionally mm-hmm. and like really understanding who I am. I'm not embarrassed about anything in my body. I'm like so comfortable. We are Zen and one and whatever, mm-hmm. even though we did have problems. I just, you know, there's always problems that shift is I think what keeps people in an abusive relationship is 
I don't recognize this new person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hold on to that old person. Yeah. And you must be having such a hard time right. that I'm going to help you get back to this other person who, you know, because like, what would you do with your partner? Like if you're going nuts all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you need all hands on deck sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, so, and, and you're married. You made that commitment yeah. to stand by that person. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was thinking of divorce already, obviously, with when I found out, you know, he was on Craigslist soliciting women and whatever. But I still was like this, this and he sold it to me as that, too. This isn't the person that he is. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out the person that he is while he continues, you know, pulling a train through this fucking relationship. Mm-hmm. And it caused me to like not know where the truth is. And, you know, when you hear about like, let's say women getting beat by their men and mm-hmm. they go, you don't know him like I do. I now understand it, which is the saddest thing I've ever understood. Yeah. I understand Yeah, but a lot of women understand that, though. But I understand it because it's like, this must not be you. Because the level of love and the level of, like, committed commitment to knowing me, that's the thing. They're so good at knowing you Mm -hmm. and so good at, at, like, responding to you in that knowledge that you feel so held Mm -hmm. that it's – when they hit you, it's like, well – that was one time and that's how you could say stuff like right that. you know it's like well i don't want to give up all this knowing and whatever when he had a bad day and we can chalk it up to being a bad day because we've been doing that from kids you yeah. know i saw my mother going like my dad had a bad day he had a bad month he didn't beat her he didn't you know they had like this relationship but what i didn't realize is i never had a bad day like that right like i when i have a bad day i don't get on craigslist and tell people i want to suck their cock like yeah. right you know and you you're so in it that you don't make that comparison you just go well you break differently and i break differently and when i break you're there for me mm-hmm. so if you're breaking then i should be there for you yeah. when you break you fuck up colossally and yeah. when i break yeah. i maybe am not nice well, to you i started saying things like that i'm like dude like when is it my turn like i does he respond uh well, yeah, because he he knows recovery language. Mm-hmm. Um, he's constantly like working. Would he to promise get you to get better? Is that what yeah? He would and then do, yeah. and then I started saying stop promising. But everything you're not supposed to talk to your abuser and reason it out. Yeah, because then they're just learning what you need to hear to mm-hmm. like keep going. Yeah, I didn't recognize that cycle. I'm supposed to be telling other people, but you're also protective of this person's privacy and this person's you know, breakdown, but like, this is what I like about, you know, where we're coming as a, as a people, hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think more like in cities and whatever, but, um, the transparency is better. Mm -hmm. Like saying things, not being embarrassed that, Hey, I think my husband's being weird, Mm -hmm. you know, cause usually it's like, Oh, well this big response from your friends, leave him, blah, blah, blah. I was like, scared that people wouldn't understand the nuances so you just kind of keep quiet Mm -hmm. let me fix this and then i'll tell people or let me fix this and then we don't have to tell people Mm -hmm. but that's why i went back to al-anon because i was able to say really fucked up shit in the room like hey i caught my husband on craigslist listening women he was in a hotel room um we can't afford that hotel room because Mm -hmm. we can't afford you fucking sleeping with people in a hotel room yeah (laughs) it's not in the budget Yeah, yeah yeah so and all they say afterwards is, you know, you don't have to do anything. And that was a relief for me. Like, you, the fact that I didn't have to act right away because it, it it's your mind is still blown. Yeah, because now still, I have to move out and my yeah, marriage and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's affecting everything. So that gave me a relief. And then they, and they didn't go like, I mean, you heard a gasp, but the gasp is like, oh, thank you. Like, because 
this other person always minimizes it. You mm-hmm. know, like I just blah, blah, blah. When you're hearing things like I like just blah, blah, blah. Like the abuser always yeah, minimizes it. always minimizes it, yeah. it. So when you hear a gasp with love, yeah. you're like, right, this isn't normal. You start getting out of like, this is not normal. Oh yeah, that, normal. that's always so, like when, you, when you're stuck inside your own mind mm-hmm. and you feel like you can't talk to somebody about an issue that you're having or something that you're experiencing, you start to question. I've had that happen so many times. Like you start to question like, well, maybe I'm just blowing it out of proportion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, you you start like running circles around yourself. Yeah. And then when you finally are able to run it by someone and they're like, oh no, that's yeah. really fucked up. And you're completely, your feelings are completely legitimate that that's fucked up. It's like, it sets you free in and a way. The, the timing of it is crazy because I was worried about the tumor. I I have a, a paralyzed diaphragm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning how to breathe again. Like mm-hmm. my parents completely 100% neglected me at that moment. They, they flew over New York to get at like, they were in the United States and I had open heart surgery. They didn't give a fuck, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. I was like, well, that's what I have to deal with. Yeah. Not whatever the fuck is happening over there. I can't even prioritize your infidelity into <laughs> my life right now. Well, it's also like, that he you needed someone to physically take care of you like that's such a fucked up position to be and because you're like i have my husband i'm i'm literally recovering from surgery i need someone to like wipe my ass if need be yeah you know and yeah i mean he did you know what i mean then you have this person who's like i will wipe your ass all day you know i there's literal shit happened yeah he cleaned it up with a smile on his face you know it's stuff like that that you're like, well, I guess you're allowed to punch me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's very odd. It's it's like you said, if you stay in your mind, then it's like this weird cage. And I'm the main thing that I learned about this is never worry alone and and don't hide things like because I was hiding without realizing. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. realize because I'm so open. I'm yeah. I'm saying all the stuff on my show. You you heard me on Keith and the Girl going like, my husband needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, like I I can't help but say that I think I'm saying everything, but really need to say. I remember like when he was sent to Hawaii to do like a silent retreat type yeah. thing. I remember being like, some fucked up is going on. Yeah, you should here, mm-hmm. but I was like, I can't. And the problem. The problem, because he was so lovey-dovey with you Mm -hmm. publicly too, it was almost like he was making sure everyone knew that he loved you so much and he cared about you and you were like his queen. This was his life, this marriage. Yeah, and sometimes that was in the way because I'm like, dude, I'm working right now or or I could feel you hugging me because you want to make sure a very specific person knows we're together. And I'm like, I am together with you. You have not met a more loyal person to you. Maybe you have, but like, I can't be more loyal. Right. I can't. Even with this, with this mayhem, I wasn't like, well, I'm going to go suck dicks or I'm going to go like, fuck, you know, it wasn't even on my mind. That's not what I want. And I also said, if that's what you want, that's where we need to start talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, because how fucking reasonable. But why not? Like that, this is, Uh, this is what I'm seeing. I said to him, I was like, if I did this, which, you know, everybody's capable of doing it. I honestly believe that we're all capable of cheating because again, that nonsense in your head and you're avoiding things and like you fucked up. Mm -hmm. But if I were to fuck up like this, I would understand that I don't want to be here and that I took the pussy route out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's, it's the out. old pussy route. <laughs> Literally. So now, well, it's that is like, how men, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It, often and, and yes. you had, you had, um, someone here, uh, and you're interviewing them in the King, the girl studio about 
uh, sexual abusers, men who rape, and she rehabilitates rehabilitates them. And she said that the only two emotions that men or things that men are allowed to do within their masculine, the limited masculinity to relieve tension is to be violent or to have sex. So if they're sad or, you know, any range of emotion, those are the two choices that they have been allowed. Mm -hmm. So that's why when often when men are like upset, it's like they don't view that like raping someone is a fucked up thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I had to do this to like make the you know, they're like medicating themselves. It's a really fucked up. And you can also really justify anything if you want to. Yeah, of course. Which is also what I learned. So like, if we're so in charge of our brains and we are, and this is why, you know, when you're like, oh, everything's fucked up. Why are you still happy? Because I get to think whatever I want. Mm -hmm. So I really believe if I think my life is good and I, I've evidenced that my life is of great. Of course your life is, I'm yeah, just fucking yeah, with you. You course. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's, but I have to, that's work, you know, and that's yeah. the work that I really like, you know, um, figuring out what gratitude means, like literally doing a minute of gratitude every day. I time it so that, and by the end of it, I'm like smiling, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of reminds you that this thing that that person did or my leg that's fucked up right now Mm -hmm. is not my entire life um, because I can make it my entire life and get into depression. Yeah. Yeah. People make much lesser things their entire life. There's people who are storm clouds for no fucking reason. Well, that reason is their childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. There's, there's, there's always a reason. And not getting into therapy. Yeah. Um, what was the first thing that you found out about I, I've heard the story, but I'm forgetting. I'm fuzzy on the details. Did you find the Craigslist stuff first? Or? I saw a hotel bill. We were doing our taxes. Mm. And I'm like, well, I don't remember being in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was like in our neighborhood. So I'm like, why do we need a hotel in our neighborhood? Oh, Jesus. And it was like four or $700. It was something ridiculous. <sighs> and I was like, what indulgence is this? Yeah. You know? And um, there was like bullshit ex- uh, explaining away. And I was so tired at that point i was yeah. like uh-huh mm-hmm. and i just checked his email i need multiple accounts and uh, multiple postings on craigslist with his face in it because mm-hmm. uh, i'm like thanks for being subtle with yeah. his face you know? in it face in it with my my image cut out because i know the pictures mm-hmm. you know so that's gotta be mm-hmm. that has gotta be the most infuriating thing mm-hmm. it's like i'm in those i'm cropped out of the the fuck photos that yeah. i'm using most of them i took or i was in mm-hmm. and the ones that weren't were in the hotel going like here i am there's something so sinister about that mm-hmm. that it's like you can open up a photo like i when i when i hear that i think of of like him opening up a photo cropping it being like i gotta crop this my wife out of this yeah. while I go try to fuck a stranger. It's like, it's so demented. And, it's so and, in your face. And Hamda's got a lot of hair, so that's a wide margin <laughs> yeah. that you would need to crop out. <laughs> and so, so he's, so you see the first Craigslist post after the hotel, you find the hotel. And then are you, do you, are you like, I gotta leave him? Or is that not even a question yet in your mind? Oh, there's so much going on. And, but I, I did look at it and I'm like, I, I noticed that I wanted to explain it away Mm -hmm. and that I saw enough words and enough images that I couldn't Mm -hmm. and I was devastated. Mm -hmm. So it was very hard for me to, to know what to do next. Mm -hmm. And, and that was hard because, you know, I, I mostly know what to do next. I'm a producer, like this whole thing. And, and, and in your mind, you know what to do next when you, 
when you find that. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's another thing is I think the expectation of that being black and white, as black and white as it sounds now, it it ends up not being black and white when it's in front of you because your brain breaks for a second. Yeah. So because I understood my brain broke, I started figuring, I started trying to get my brain back first before I made any decisions right because it was very scary it's yeah. you know we're supposed to be paying rent together and like doing life together was he paying rent Who he, the yeah fuck he, no yeah word supposed to be yeah on. was he like financially contributing at all yeah but it was confusing it's like you know i set up a system where we both you know it's it's weird like it's unfortunate that money has to be a thing but this is you know we budgeted whatever like yeah. our fake budget but it was this is how much we need from each other every week the same amount and then and then this way I won't get mad at you when you buy frivolous things because it's outside of that budget right. so that's how I made it easy so every, and and I made it every week because you know when you wait until the end of the month it's like sure fucking nuts so then, but I imagine it must be hard to divide those things. I often wonder about that with married people because it's like if one person makes more than the other person, then, you know, is there a weird like... But we didn't really, you know, so it wasn't hard. And if I made more, I would give more. But I would, you know, it come to the end of the month and I'm like, not only were you behind on the weekly thing, now you're expecting me to do this. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to know... I'm not going to be able to. Like, I would love to, mm -hmm. you know, hey, be an artist, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I can't. Um, I have my own business to run that needs to, yeah. like, have this whole thing. And, and you know, uh, we have credit card bills. We have now hospital bills. Like, you know, this, this can't happen. I would just be truthful about it. I yeah. would love to do this. But if this keeps happening, we're both drowning. Yeah. So heads up. I don't know what else to tell you. You're an adult. Yeah. You know, if somebody told me that, whatever. There was this, this like, it was like he- It's also mommy. Like, then you constantly mommy. It's like, I don't want to talk about this I don't want to be your mom. Yeah, there was this like, well, I mean, that's an, I, it, 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 from the outside, it did seem like you played a mothering role a little bit. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Uh, eventually, which is actually part of that narcissist, uh, like they start turning you heavily into a mom. We always played each other's moms, which is why I liked it. Like we took turns. I need some help. You mommy me. You, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, obviously he took care of you yeah. when you were going through a really hard time. And I do think as a couple, you do have to parent yourself, but like a good parent, not one that is like, you know, guilt tripping you or yeah. just somebody has to that's what the partnership is about. You're a little bit stronger. You do a little bit more, you know, but not, I'm so strong that you keep, I was like, I'm not this strong, heads up. Like I was constantly with the heads up. And then I said things like, I'm going to leave because eventually you're going to do something that I won't even be able to convince myself to stay. And clearly I want to stay. You yeah. Know? Like clearly here I am. I'm proving that, you know, I want to stay, that I'm doing everything that I can to And what understand. does he say to that? Um, Again, good recovery words, you know, um, he knows not like sometimes he would minimize it and I'd be like, stop. Um, but sometimes he would go, yes, I want to be this person for you. I need to. And then he would get like organizational tools. Right. And look like things. And, you know, yeah. how I, I I'm obviously not part of the program or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, how is that recovery language? Like, how is that used? And I don't know if this is like a silly question, but how, like, how would he use recovery so language? A big part of recovery is um, you hear people changing to their language, taking more responsibility. So where it's, you know, normally maybe you want to explain it away like, 
oh, I was just drunk or like I'm having a bad day. It's more like, wow, I'm, I've really been this person. I'm going to, you know, go to a meeting here. I'm going to, you know, talk to my therapist about that. And um, I need to be better. Okay. Um, Take it day by day. That mm-hmm. type yeah. Of generic, yeah. like, okay. It's not that hard. Like anyone could just, you just like kind of fake take on responsibility. Gotcha. Yeah. And gotcha. when it comes to like, it time to show that responsibility. Oh, you fucked up again. And then you start over. You know? Right. I saw this. I think I saw this a lot with him, even like in work. Cause I used to work with him. I'd come mm-hmm. over to your place and like work and it would be a lot. It's like everything around doing the actual thing. So it would be like, I'm creating this, this, fl- this calendar where I'm going to do blah, blah. It's like, you just have to do it. You just yeah. have to do it. Right. Like the, create all the fucking calendars, buy all the fucking thing. It, it's like, all the frills and none of the hard work. And I remember actually, um, I ran into him at an AA meeting shortly after you broke up. And he he used to, he was so actory, for lack of a better word, at the end, like, or I don't know if he was acting the whole time. And by the end, the it was the yeah. acting was just getting worse because we had all the evidence like, okay, no, you're not. Like, well, I think, well, according to, and I don't mean to keep, you know, cause I'm not a therapist, but this narcissistic cycle is so dead on with my relationship. So it's not that the, it, it was acting. And then what happens is the, uh, the acting stops because they really literally don't give a fuck. They're yeah. like, I got what I needed out of you. And that's what the dead eyes, like when, when I found this stuff, he was like, just, minimizing it right away. Well, you know, I'm having trouble. I'm like, whoa, you're on trouble. You're on Craigslist. That's a red fucking, I mean, obviously, but like when you start calling somebody out and immediately Mm -hmm. they don't even hear what you're saying. They're just like, oh, well, I'm going through the, it's like, oh, we are so far past where we need to be. And I would say things like that, like, wow, you just expect me to get over this. Mm -hmm. This is, and then, and then you start going like, wow, am I blowing this up? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's good to tell other people because that person will always try to make you feel like you're blowing it up. This could be passing. Like it's just in passing. This isn't such a big deal. You know me, don't you know? He would pull that like, mm-hmm. you know, all, all this love. He and I'm even like, did that to you after you had br- divorced or broken up. Right. I remember you had a phone call with him and he was, he said something like, like it's us or something like that. Right. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, you, I know you, I see you, like mm-hmm. type, like we can't let go of this connection. And like, to me, that's some psycho ass shit because yeah. it's like, like you expect me to be in that place. I think he was, I think he was grasping to try to get back in there. I think there was a period after you had broken up where he thought that he was going to like gaslight his way back in. He and was I kinda, get it. He, when I first, when we first broke up, I did call him for help one time, like mm-hmm. shortly after because I have myasthenia gravis and it was acting up and I was in so much pain and I was so used to him fixing that and he just knew what to do. Yeah. But then I had to be like that. That's got to be the last time. So when I, when I crashed my bicycle, boy, I did a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I crashed my bike that first time, mm-hmm. um, I so desperately wanted to call him, but I had to get out of that habit. Yeah. That was really hard. So, so, so first there's the Craigslist post and then, and then there's this like promise to, work on it and get better. And then what happens? What's the next thing that you find along the road? Uh, well then it was just kind of for, for those few days, I just found that stuff. Yeah. And then, and then he went away. With Do you see parents. dating apps and you stuff like that? found photos, right? Dating apps I found later. Uh-huh. Um, I think, uh-huh. but the date, the one dating app that I found like 
that I that I can remember. Maybe I found other dating apps, but the one that that stuck was like the last day. I was like, wow, he's after all this time of me trying to figure out if I could be in this space, like mm-hmm. doing work for myself if I can't, and for myself if I can. You're on a dating app mm-hmm. where my friends are. Like you're not even being subtle about a, it. You're not a good liar, and mm-hmm. and you have no regard for me. Um, so I saw that, and I was like, oh, done. Done. Yeah. Like, and I and I warn I warn people when I'm in relationships with them, like TikTok, I'm about to be done. Not as like a a threat, like as yeah. a, a threat to me. In my head, I'm going like, wow, I'm almost done. Maybe I should give this person a heads up. Yeah, now's your time. Yeah, or or leave. Like, I get it. Just show me what you are. Mm-hmm. End of story. At one point, whoa. At what point did did Andrea catch him with another woman? Because I remember that. Uh, that was right before I caught that app. But I didn't know that. It yeah. Was, and so when he came back from L.A., I think it was a week or two after that that I caught that and ended everything. Well, so and he that other woman was someone that he worked that he was like in a some sort of play with. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. So this. So I mean, Keith and the girl went to L.A. Yes. And Andrea went because she is their producer. Uh huh. And they were staying in a house. Sorry that I'm like co-opting your no. guys' story, <laughs> but the, you were staying in a house and then um, and Hennessy flew out and stayed in the house with you, but ended up staying a few extra days. Yeah. And Andrea was also there afterwards. That's when I went and met up with you. It was the day that you came to L.A. So basically we were. Uh, with He's the so fucked up that he forgot that Andrea's coming back for her bag. Like, Wild. get your shit together. Yeah, well, yeah, it was so stupid. Mm-hmm. So, so it was like, I, I'm in this apartment that we're staying with as a company and obviously I'm staying there with you guys and then the day that you leave I have made other arrangements to go to an Airbnb. Emily's coming. I'm moving all my stuff. And Hennessy is going to stay there for a few extra days because he has a quote-unquote audition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we don't even know if that audition was oh, legit? it was not legit. Yeah, There's legit. no way. I'm going to go out on a limb and have no proof and say, fuck off. Yeah, sure, you had an audition. Sure. Yeah, I didn't okay. see any scripts. I didn't right. see any planning. <laughs> right. No sides? Yeah. No sides. Yeah, that, it's No, bullshit. and he didn't really, like, when I asked how the audition went, it was like, okay, I guess that's the story. You know? Yeah. But, but, but then, you know, people do that, like, he guys do this thing where it's like, well, that is the story. And it's like, okay. So now you're not a storyteller. Yeah. Like, cool. Cool. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a, he was a bullshit artist, but he, so, so you go back to the house to no, get No, I back. don't go back. I've never, so I, I was there the whole afternoon. I was doing work and I had not communicated with him like when I was leaving or anything like that. So, why you wouldn't assume I would be there. Who mm-hmm. knows? I, I can't remember, but like there was no, also I don't need to communicate to you sloppy. It was when I'm sloppy, when I'm leaving or going to be there or whatever. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just sitting in the kitchen and I have the bag packed and I'm like ready to go, but I have work to do. So I stayed, I stayed for a few hours cause I had work to do. And, um, he comes in with this woman, uh, trans woman. And, immediately he looks like very freaked out that I'm there or just like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. Like, like you caught him. Yeah. A million percent. So well, he's also, I said nobody in the house. 
You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. well, that's a whole other thing. It's like it was a it was a fan of yours that was allowing you guys to stay in. And it was their a work thing. Yeah, this is. I wasn't fucking around in that place. Yeah, no, it absolutely not. So they come in and um, immediately Hennessy seems like very weird, but I'm not like registering any of this at this point. I'm just like Hennessy's a weirdo, and also he had started like. During this trip, I was so fucking over dealing with him. During this trip, he was like, he was doing, we were having a conversation once and he was like, I'm having a really hard time with the transitioning. And, you know, I'm like going through puberty again with all these hormones. I was like, yeah, that must be like really hard. And, you know, I, up to that point, like we were, f- were friends and I was like, okay, then, you know, I don't know what this is like, but I'm like happy to talk to you about it. And like, I'm going to believe you that this is difficult to be taking hormones. Like, of course, yeah. wait, what, what am I? Be a mo- no, yeah. no, and it's not hard. Himself, yeah. Know? Like I'm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I hope that Hamda doesn't leave me. And I'm like, in, in retrospect, I'm like, what the fuck? Where in life? Kind of. Yeah. What, because, because you're trans, I'm suddenly leaving you. Yeah. It's also I've like, been here. I work for Hamda. I'm both of your friends. You know, I'm much, much, much closer with you, but like I have been close with Hennessy, but what fucking weirdo position is that? Like, I hope Hamda doesn't leave me. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I don't think she will because she really loves you. And like, what the fuck mm. am I? What? You know, it's like, ah, uh, it felt like just performative disclosure. And that's mm. kind of what he used to do a lot, I think, is like seem like he was really, really opening up to you about things when really he was just saying things to set you up to feel a certain way. Like, oh, I hope Hamlet doesn't leave me. And so that means like, oh, okay, you're having a hard time in your marriage, but it's because of this trans thing. So mm-hmm. anything that I see that's egregious is probably because you're going through a hard time. Like it's very, it's very simple manipulation. Um, but of course it worked because I didn't know any of this stuff. But like I look back in retrospect and I'm like, that is such a weak ass ruse. Yeah, um, yeah totally. Uh, it's like it's like that's such a painful thing. Like if you think your partner's going to leave you and you feel like so overwhelmed that you're saying that to a friend, yeah, you're putting them in a really tough position to like feel super sorry for you. Because what do I do? What do I do? With I go- nothing behind it, though. That's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. It's fine if you're confiding in our mutual friend. I hope that you do. You know what I mean? So that, right. So that you can get that outside perspective. Right, but, but, it, but it she wasn't go- clued in on any of yeah. that stuff. So, like, it's not appropriate. It's almost you know like I mean? a threat. It feels like a threat, weirdly. Like, it's like, there's this weird fucked up shit between me and my wife, but I'm just going to throw that out there so yeah, you know it's there. It's stuff that you can't have a response to because you're not giving anyone enough details or information to have a response. You're just going like, my life is threatened. Yeah. Oh, I hope your life doesn't stay threatened. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll have to look at Hamda with a straight face and <laughs> be like, yeah. Super weird. Very weird. So then what happened? So, so anyway, so... And also we went to an AA meeting together and he was so, he was, he was getting in high, LA in LA and he was getting high before the meeting, which is like, he was getting like fucked up high. Like, I think there's, obviously we all smoke pot in this room <laughs> and we know a di- there's a difference between like, and I've been high in al Yeah. And yeah. there's like, there, there's a difference though between high, like I'm maintaining and chilling and, and like, I'm getting fucking blue. You know what I mean? Like you're goofy and kind of like, altered when you're that high and you're in a recovery room it was very performative again like so 
like you're like you're trying to just show me how fucked up you are all the time. And I'm like, this is how you use program. Yeah. And gotcha. I'm like, why? Why does this feel so alien? Like, I I know what it's like to like. In a room of clarity. That's the thing. Yeah. AA, Al-Anon, all those, all those anonymous meetings, people speak like they don't speak outside that room. They speak in such clarity and succinct. You have three minutes to tell me why you're upset that your husband left you and your mom died last night. Mm-hmm. And they do it. Yeah. It felt dirty. Like, it felt very, I was like, ugh, I don't, I feel, I feel like. You were lying to those people in there because you're crazy fucked up high and you're like, oh, I'm all fucked up. But so. And also, by the way, you could be drunk in those rooms and people will still hear you. you yeah. Know? If, like just keep coming back. Type right. Shit. Manipulative, though. It felt manipulative. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to project that he was this. He always was projecting that he was like this struggling soul and like we should just green light everything that he does because no one could understand how deep his pain was. Yeah, that's why I started saying things to him like, you know, nothing happened and now I'm worried like if he, and he loves, his parents are wonderful and they have a really good relationship. I'm like, what, when your parents die or when one of your parents die, I don't know that I can handle you. Yeah. Because nothing happened. Yeah. And you're this fucked up. Yeah. Like, I just had open heart surgery mm-hmm. to remove a tumor. I have like leftover. I, there's so much other shit that I don't even list when I even mention that, that mm-hmm. just comes with it. I don't know. I'm okay. Yeah. And I really mean it. I'm okay. Like I got to have open heart surgery. That's just a thing that happens. Right. And so and this, you're alive now. Yeah. And, yeah mm-hmm. and you know, I have like a little scar, but like I, I forget about the scar. Like not all of this is good news. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, I mean, it goes back to what you were saying before about your perspective and gratitude and everything because you can have all this terrible shit happen to you, but... In the best possible way. And, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you're also telling yourself that people process pain differently and yeah. pa- people are affected by pain differently, but at what point yeah. are you putting up with things that you're like, okay, you're so clearly not trying to change your perception of what's happening to you. And that's the tough line. So that's the tough line for me is where my empathy ends and where this person's actual behavior it is what I see and and dictates how they really are. Mm-hmm. So my thing now and I hope to like continue this and I think this is what I got from talking to people and from, you know, programs and books and and you know all these TED talks and whatever is just to to be as as open as possible. And when there is confusion, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm never confused about where I am with Andrea. I'm mm-hmm. never confused where I am with Emily. And so it's it's not any different with a closer person than you. It's mm-hmm. not any different with your mother, your father, your husband. We're all communicating the same way in the same language. Mm-hmm. I speak the language that you're speaking. So I'm never allowed to be that confused. Yeah. It, well, also like you you never should be like, in defense of another person, they're doing the best they can or they, you know what I mean? That's hard, yeah. When people have abusive people in their lives, there's always this script of defending them that happens immediately. Mm. And it's like, I don't defend any of my friends, you know what I mean? I'm not like, well, Hamda does short my paycheck every few weeks, but she's doing the best she can. And (laughs) she's going through a lot. She's going through it. Like that's not, that. then that's indicative, that's a red flag that you're in a relationship where you, where the person is not, 
And let's say that was you. happening, right? So mm-hmm. then if you come to me and say, you're shorting me and I go, well, I'm having a hard time. What I have to do is go, well, I need to maybe cut your hours so that this could match. Yeah. Or let's talk about what else we can do, but not hide it. Not go like, what else can now I do? Now we're in la-la land you know, for I no have to fucking be, reason. Yeah. yeah. I have to run Keith and the girl. You don't know what it's like to be the boss. And it's like, And now you're cares. completely putting it on the other yeah. person. Exactly. Your struggle. Yeah. Well, so that's what he was doing. And, and so- so then, so I was just like, oh, something fucking weird. I mean, I'd, I'd been like, for a while with him. And the, he comes in with this woman. He's acting weird. Uh, he introduces her to me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, and she goes to the bathroom. How did how did he introduce her? Like, did he say, this is my friend? He, just her so name. He didn't really give context to how he knew her, who she was. And then he, she, she he went. He said, this is Eve. Yeah, this is Eve. And then real name. Uh-huh. Hey. Boom. And then then she went to the bathroom and he said, Don't talk don't start talking to her because she goes on forever if you start talking to her. And ag- <sighs> again, I like in retrospect, but duh. Right. But like I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, because there are some chatty people. And it's like, wow, thanks for the warning. Sure. And yeah. also like I'm doing work. Like, I don't really want to talk uh-huh. to this woman. I don't fucking know. Like and they were out, they started smoking weed outside and then they were talking about like being trans and like a lot of stuff about like sexual, I go tune in and out of them. I'm always, I'm all, I always have one ear out all the time. Know that people. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard about you. Yeah. So, so it's like, oh, how did the being trans affect like your sex drive and what you're attracted to and blah. And so I'm kind of like, this is a real fucking personal conversation, but and then I'm like finishing. And that's the thing we can we can explain that with like I have real personal conversations with a lot of people. Exactly. We talk about our body and what we it's did. Not and out of the realm of experience. Jobs, abortions. Exactly. Yeah. With artisty people, but I was like, okay, fucking. Yeah. Everyone's connecting. And you you had to have been like, hmm, I wonder if Hemden knows that this is happening. I didn't even. Well, that's the thing because he was always projecting this like Hemden's my love dream angel, my wife. I was like. She must know all of like I, I wasn't even I'm like their marriage is so rock solid. Yeah, what? It's, but simultaneously, this other script was running. But it's like again, it's exact. It's a confusion. version of what you're obviously not the same thing. But it's like twenty five shades lighter, but the same like. Like, why is my alarm going off when nothing's happening? Yeah, and this person yeah. always seems to be acting like they adore my friend. So, you know, so so. I go, I leave, I'm, I'm leaving the apartment. Um, no, they left first and, and then I keep working and then I'm, I'm leaving the building and they come back in together. Um, on my way out, I'm waiting for a car. They come back into the building. So they've gone somewhere together. I'm yeah. not sure where, but they're- never mind. This is not hangout time. Yeah. This is very much like we were all there to work and we worked all the Crazy, time. Crazy, yeah. We, we even went, we went up the mountain. We went up Runyon Canyon, like in between work. We're like, oh, we have an hour. Let's clear our brains and then get back to work. Yeah, exactly. So so they went somewhere and then they came back into the building on my way out. And I'm like, bye, have fun. Nice to meet you. Got to go. So then like a month or so goes by, some time goes by and clearly the shit is hitting the fan between you two. And I think, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't even a month. It wasn't, yeah. Because so, we were in California in May, and I and we broke up in May. Okay, so mm-hmm. pretty shortly. And, and and then he starts texting me. I think I was with you, actually, Emily. And mm-hmm. Hennessy was texting me, hey, do you mind not telling Hemda about my friend who was 
um, at the uh, apartment in L.A. I'm this in a- is the most fucking egregious thing you could have done. This is the most fucked up thing because now your bullshit is being transferred to somebody I work and love. Yeah. Well, Asking Andrea to lie to her employer and friend. Now, you know, d- Andrea, who made my wedding dress. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Um, so he was like, don't tell her about this friend that I had at the apartment because I'm already in shit for not taking care of the apartment properly. We got in a big, like, fight with the person who we were staying with because Hennessy, again, like, neglected to tell her about something. It was a whole shit storm. I would never do that. Even if I fucked up so royally, I would never say, don't tell my husband. Yeah. That's weird. And then I was like, oh, shit. I remember, like, outside the Starbucks on Astoria <laughs> Boulevard being like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Because... My my dad cheated on my mom. I know what a cheating husband looks like. I also had this weird memory of when you guys got together initially in the beginning of your relationship, he was with another woman, mm-hmm. right? He was dating another woman. It wasn't going well. And like the story, the script that we got is that they weren't really together. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's what you were being told mm-hmm. that like it was petering off and you know, she's crazy or mm-hmm. she thinks it's a bigger. And then I'm like, I was like, no, yeah. she wasn't cr- like. I wanted to reach out to her so bad oh, and be like, I'm is so that, sorry. So, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, she she wasn't, cr- because this is what I know about cheaters, because my dad was a cheater yeah. and I've been with cheaters. They don't change. It's such a pattern. Like once a cheater, always a cheater is a is a thing for a reason. I'm not saying you can't cheat. There isn't exceptions where people can cheat. and and It's a very specific way though. Yeah. Very specific because there's there's cheaters who will continue to cheat until they get caught, then deny it, and then continue and whatever. Yeah. And there's cheaters where it's like, I fucked up. Yeah. Well, there's that's the reasonable person who's yeah. like, I can't believe I fucked up. Yeah. And and it's well, just I one- think I think the I think the type of cheater that would probably be more likely to be like, I fucked up and now I'm gonna change would be the would not be the type of person who's like leaving trails all over the place on the internet and like doing all these like active, undercover acting. Yeah, yeah. It would be like somebody who made one mistake. There was or, you one know, person one person who it, you th- it got too far yeah. with and you've been married for ten years and like the spark has kind of died and you Yeah. Yeah like when it you wouldn't were be dis- somebody with multiple email accounts mm-hmm. who's no. like leaving trails all over their search history. History you, have, and, you have impulse control problems at a minimum, you're, but it's there's something much more sinister going on here. And it's I just very re- personal. Oh, yeah, psycho shit. And I just remember being like, oh my, like you know when it like zooms <laughs> yes. in and you're like, oh, that's a writing on the wall. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my god, is this? And so I remember being like, fuck, I can't. So I, I didn't respond to it because I'm like, I'm not fucking responding to this shit. I'm mm-hmm. like trying what to figure a terrible position, trying to figure out exactly what to do about this. Well, at this point, you must be like, OK, now I have like what I know is like potentially huge information. But I, the thing is, I don't know. I can't for sure because he's saying my friend, he's doing this. Well, yeah, fucking of course, weirdo. And you don't have any facts. Right. And, and, and you don't want to say Something that's going to like fuck up a marriage or cause tension if if you don't know. Well, also because he was always projecting how loving and huge their love was in their marriage. And, and to be honest, I didn't know how ingrained, like I didn't know that you were already knowing that he was having infidelities. Yeah. So it's like, do I come in and be like your husband's cheating on you? And then because sometimes if you tell someone their their partner is cheating on them if they're not ready to hear it then you're the fucking asshole mm-hmm. like yeah. they're like no you're you know and I, yeah. but, but it's not i don't have concrete evidence that, no of course not so i'm like fuck so then but then so i don't say anything this motherfucker was so 
bad at following up and communication. It was insane. And I don't respond to him. In every other regard. In every other regard. Like in every other regard, you'd send him an email and he would literally never respond. Not once in ever. We used to... (laughs) There were a few separate occasions like where... It was like for a like a work related thing. We would send him an email. He wouldn't respond. We would send another. He wouldn't respond. We would send Hamda an email. Yeah, like we'd have to like kind of like tell on him a little bit. Like, hey, we sent him an email and like we didn't hear back. So could you just like check on this for us? Right. That's how. That's the level of communication that we're dealing with. So then immediately another te- please. The this is the one where I was like, oh motherfucker. He goes. <laughs> can you please let me know that you got this so that I know you like, and I'm like, that is the most sloppy covering your track shit ever. And then he called me. He left a voicemail. He sent an no, email. He left a voicemail. He left a voicemail. <gasps> motherfucker. Yeah. All of a sudden he knows how the phone works. Yeah. All of a sudden you are trying so desperately to cover your tracks. I never responded to it the first time because I was like, fuck this, fuck this. I would not know what to say. What the fuck am I supposed to say? I think you did the right thing. And then I'm, I'm talking to Emily. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I called my mom. and I, and, and, and But I also had this thing in my head. I'm like, if you're fucking up to this level right now, like I kind of gave myself a timeline. I was like, he's fucking up so hard as to be like messaging Hemda's employees and closest friends he's going to get caught. Like, this is already so sloppy that he's going to get caught, but I'm going to keep my fucking eye on this. And You are so right. Yeah, and it's... Mm. Uh, I I am right often you about these right things. Often. But it's, it sucks when I was like, fuck, no, please don't be the truth. He texts again, being like, hey, just like want to make sure or some some shit. And it was like, you know, I'm in trouble with blah, blah, blah. And... and it was just like, this is so clearly bullshit. Can I say one more thing, too? There there was also one more thing that whether this was um, purposeful, I, I think it was purposeful in a way, but like whether this was um, so clear cut, like preemptive measures or oh, not, yeah. I'm not sure. But I remember him saying at least on one occasion, if not more, that he would tell lies specifically in your relationship, uh-huh. that he would tell lies when things were not a big deal to mm. uh, like, because he would get freaked out that you thought he was lying about mm. bigger things. So he would tell lies about little things. Um, and and specifically said that this was like a problem he had because he was scared that you were going to leave him or like scared that you would be upset. So he would like lie about things that were not a big deal. Yeah. So when this happened, I remember justifying it to Andrea being like, you know, you don't know that that's what it was. Like maybe he's doing that thing where he's lying about something like he that's fucked smaller. Up in a small way. Yeah. That, this that, is the hole that I'm in because you set yourself up as a liar in a very specific way so that I can't tell anything anymore. So all of this is confusion and it's, it's very manipulatively built. Yeah. He built this whole shit like throne that he sat on Mm -hmm. and he used all these like emotional blackmail things to make the shit behavior. I mean, if you're going to manipulate me, this is the great way to do it. You work on my empathy. Any woman, any woman, any person, but specifically someone as empathetic as you, it's like a, it's a really vile, but effective way to get at you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I remember eventually being like, because there was more emails and calls and whatever. And so I just eventually said, listen, I'm not going to actively bring up that there was this person in the apartment. That being said, like, th- th- this is Keith and Hamda's business. Allison is their friend. 
they're my bosses. I'm not going to lie to them about this if it comes up. And I was like, that's my way of being like, oh, and I said, I don't need, I don't think it's a big deal if you had a friend because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, if we're all talking in fun, fake friend language <laughs> that I'm going to talk in fun, fake friend language with you. Right. That's like earlier. Well, yes. Put the fuck picture on the fuck app. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. What are we yeah, talking about? Yeah. Oh. And you're completely calling the bluff by doing that by by, by saying like, oh, well. If there's nothing if, to worry about. Yeah, if, yeah. if it truly was a friend, it's actually not that big of a deal. And if it comes up in conversation with them, I can't lie to them because you do understand that I work for them. And I don't think it's a big deal because it's a friend mm-hmm. because it's a friend and everything's friend, 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 friend. So, this is fucking crazy. So masterful. You lunatic. <laughs> and then I remember Hamda told me in the studio that that you were getting separated. And I was like... I got some oh shit to tell can you. I, can I tell you, Andrea did not skip a beat. Oh, oh my God. It was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I was like, um, I asked Hennessy to leave. Oh, good. Let me tell you something. There is this what, woman. What, had the, had the, <laughs> I, I mean, had the cheating come up yet? Or did you just no, well, already knew? You probably just like. Knew. I assumed he was cheating because of. It doesn't matter if he was or wasn't because yeah. he still to this day was like, well, I never really touched anyone. And of what I said did, to that, yeah. I was like, oh, then you fucked up. You should have fucked all those bitches because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes no difference yeah, to me. Yeah, same yeah. Same deal. And, yeah. and even it's, if you didn't, even if you didn't do all that other stuff, the fact that you're even telling Andrea not to tell me things, you fucked up. Just start fucking. Yeah. Just start fucking. This, there's so many ways to be, to have like infidelities and to, to like fuck up your marriage. Mm-hmm. And I subscribe to all of those. Mm-hmm. Like just if you're hiding in any way like that, you're telling Andrea not to tell your wife shit. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. It's not a marriage just, that you want to be a part fuck. of. Just get your dick wet. Yeah. What um, measures has he taken to try to get back with you? Not much, honestly. Like, really? I, I, it was very interesting. Cause when I, when I said you need to leave, it was like, uh, there was a, again, the vibe changed and he left. And so it was just, you know, the thing that, uh, uh you guys were talking about earlier and, um, not really much. Just yeah. M- or maybe like he got in touch with, uh, he gets in touch with other people to say like check like he got in touch with my older brother on our wedding anniversary and was like oh check on your sister because you know I know I'm fucked up so she must be fucked up and all of a sudden my brother Andrew's calling me like isn't today your wedding anniversary I'm like why would you remember that mm-hmm. he's like well Hennessy got in touch and I was like stop what? that I was like this is this is not cool and like you know have a relationship with whoever you want but this is actually what's happening when you get those texts okay so like yeah check on your sister or whatever but that's not why yeah well it's I he, see yeah he wanted to like still also be viewed as a good guy at this point too I feel like with your peers and friends and it was like it is over yeah I don't it is so over you abused my friend like lied to them you got in the middle of our get the fuck out of here I gotta say though and uh I and and I hear everything you're saying about like the internal struggle that you were having or whatever but from my perspective when you ended it I remember well first I remember Andrea was the first one who told me that that you guys were getting divorced is it is the divorce final by the way is it I'm bad with paperwork okay fair enough uh <laughs> but I'm I'm getting help <laughs> but I re- I remember when when she told me that I was just like surprised but not I don't want that to come off badly I was surprised at how fucking strong and like immediate it seemed and how like clear cut 
and like you weren't taking that shit like considering how codependent Mm -hmm. the relationship seemed at times like I was just so like proud of you oh thanks yeah Yeah. (laughs) I do think it's you know I I really think I give people ample warning like uh, my patience is dwindling I'm trying my best but um, nobody has this level of anything for yeah for what including me who possibly loves you the most at least at this point I am a human being and my energy is draining and so I had to start pointing it somewhere else but I really was studying this stuff like for real for real studying because if your brain is that confused getting it back takes like more yeah you know I, there's some great shit out there on the internet sure. really yeah you know, man yeah I mean, how long do you think he was cheating for overall? I think forever. I think the whole time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, there were like inappropriate relationships with, you know, certain women that were actively ongoing. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with your relationship with this person, mm-hmm. you know? And he'd be like, oh, you know, like I pass as a woman. So like people treat me differently mm-hmm. and like it all made sense. And it's like this other woman, I was in the same room with her and I'm like, she seems really nice, you know, mm-hmm. but I think yeah, you, always, I mean, you can't change the way that other people treat you, but you can change the way that you set boundaries in mm-hmm. your own life. Here's another thing that I need to know about. I'm not a jealous person. So, you know, you know when people are hitting on me and if I were being weird, so then I'm not making this up, Mm-mm. you know, but you just kind of give people passes because we all relate weird to different, again, my empathy. And I'm like, no, no, it was the whole time. It was yeah. the whole time there was always something. There was always like, Oh, why'd you say it in that way? Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, but you feel petty yeah. because nothing yeah. happened or like, why am I monitoring your language with people? Yeah. Like, it feels like shit, you know, because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. do that. And I, I, I don't monitor. I like people's expressiveness and like yeah. say whatever you want, however you want. But then, you know, but if you're saying it that way, know that this is what's happening. But why am I explaining this to you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's hard because everything's like half subtle and half like, duh, you know, and you just, you end up feeling like a moron, which is why also a lot of people don't get out of it because this, everything that we've said here could be highly embarrassing, but I refuse to be embarrassed anymore. And that's another thing. There's no such thing as embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It's just what happened. I didn't do it. I, I know what part I took in the cycle. I kept coming back, but but I was being bamboozled, so I have to give myself a break and I have yeah. to be gentle on myself. But it could be like, you know, everyone's talking about me and like I got cheated on. I'm such a strong woman and like, you know, mm-hmm. all this shit. And I'm like, no, man, somebody robbed me. Yeah. Somebody robbed me. It's criminal. There's no law for this. So I can't really do anything about it but save myself and like stop robbing myself of a nice experience in life. And mm-hmm. that's that's it, you know, but the embarrassment is high. The why did she stay sort of thing mm-hmm. shames you. Well, it's, it's like putting the shame on the victim of a situation. And I'm like, I'm so sick of that fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. But I get it. It's like, wow, you saw that and you didn't. And I'm like, okay, you'd be surprised at like human emotion and what we do and how yeah. much we stuff. And like marriage yeah. too. Yeah. Mar- like marriage makes it extra. I feel, I feel like the stakes yeah. are immediately heightened, which is. Yeah. I mean, even though you technically can end a marriage anytime you want it's still yeah we you still, live together you're ingrained yeah, each other's I mean, lives we, and fl- we have this idea of marriage that like you're supposed to want to fight through yeah. anything and everything with that person it's romantic a lot of the stuff that is abusive is actually very like romanticized in movies and mm-hmm. in like your upbringing and in like staying together no matter what and in you know you're supposed to have like marriage is hard and blah 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 and all of that even though like i shed all this stuff growing up it's it was amazing to me. It's like, you know, internalized misogyny. It's mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff where you surprise yourself like, oh, 
that's still I there. I still have that, you yeah. know? So you just have to kind of like monitor it and not be embarrassed and not be like taking on this shit. Like you have your own shit. So yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing is like if you get rid of the shame, then you can speak openly and it 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 kind of, it makes everything more okay. Yeah. Do absolutely. you think you would get married again? I didn't think I would get married I know. the first time. Yeah, I know. You know. That's why I'm, it's like I wouldn't have thought Honestly, I wouldn't think either you or no. Keith would have gotten married. No, so not I guess, at all. I guess you know it's like kind of an impossible question to answer. But yeah, I think marriage is a very it's a very weird institution, but it's also it could be very fruitful and wonderful because you know, well, part of why we got married, he is trans, and like you know, we don't have the same rights if we're not married, and also he felt like family, and it's like, well, why wouldn't we mm-hmm. be married? You had a very close relationship with his family too. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and I, I, I wanted to be a part of their family, so I don't know. Things add up to marriage in a lot of weird, different ways. Like my brother Michael got married to Maricela because it was logically the right thing to do, mm-hmm. you know. So like with finances and and yeah, I've how heard you, that. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't know anything about that shit, but. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, did I think I would be in love? No. Here Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just wondering if, like, the experience turned you off of the idea of marriage. I'm always turned off by the idea of marriage. Always, always. So, like, but if, but, but I understand that somebody can turn it on for me, so I don't want to deny it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, marriage is dumb for the most part. Sure. Word. Yeah. Um, this has been lovely, my yeah. ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if we have you on in another few years, uh, things are a little smoother for you. Well, I know if you have me on, things are not smoother. So <laughs> see you never. <laughs> if the hot mess comedy point, hour comes calling, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get when, your shit right. When Andrea tilts her hands like, you want to come back on the show? I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was this messed up. You've built no. up your resume since the last time you were on, my friend. I yeah. see you've received some new trainings. Yeah, basically, I got to come on every couple of years and just purge. Just be like, here's what I did. You know what? We'll put you on the calendar right now for 2022. Yeah. We'll just see what happens. All right. We, we can always cancel. I'll put a pin in it. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? Look for Keith and the girl. Uh, Hell yeah. We're everywhere podcasts are. Um, Thank you for having me on Keith and the girl. If it were not for Keith and the girl, Andrea and I would not be here. So respect your elders. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Respect your origin story. Mm -hmm. I'm an older version of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Be all the best of me. She perverted like me. That song is about you. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, And people can follow you at Hemda. Yeah, at or Chemda, at Chemda, Keith and the girl. I'm, pretty, you know, if you just put Chemda into anything, I'm the first You'll couple find pages. Her. Yeah. Shocking. Um, you You'll can follow. Her. <laughs> you can follow us at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram. Uh, if you would like to support us, come on, visit Patreon.com/slash Hot Mess. We recently revamped the Patreon, and now through the month of June, you uh, you can get access to absolutely every. Everything at either the $5 or $10 level. That includes our entire 200 episode catalog. I don't know why you wouldn't do this. I'm a member. It's yes. like, I, I could just hear you.
you guys talking forever. We talk so much shit behind the paywall. So much shit. <laughs> We're live streaming in the Facebook group. We're talking about the guests that we fucked in our new <laughs> secondary episode. We just recorded the, the first bitch. one. It was uh, Juicy Motherfucker. Yes. So. It was a juicy peach, as they say. Nobody also, says that. Think about the last time you spent $5. Be embarrassed. On a frothy, stupid <laughs> coffee. Keep the show going. Please and thank you. It's It's a a comedy comedy podcast. podcast. Hell yeah. (laughs) You're good.